reading from the Gospel of Mark. Then Jesus returned from the region of Tyre and went through Sidon to the Sea of Galilee through the region of the Decapolis. And they brought to him a man who was deaf and had an impediment in his speech. And they begged him to lay his hand upon him. And taking him aside from the multitude privately, he put his fingers into his ears and he spat and touched his tongue. And looking up to heaven, he sighed and said to him, Ephatha, that is, be opened. And his ears were opened, his tongue was released, and he spoke plainly. And he charged them to tell no one. But the more he charged them, the more zealously they proclaimed it. And they were astonished beyond measure, saying, He has done all things well. He even makes the deaf hear and the mute speak. The Gospel of the Lord. We hear um, this beautiful gospel passage today from Mark chapter 7, Jesus doing what he does, healing and making whole. Today they bring to him in the region of the Decapolis there by the Sea of Galilee, this man who is deaf and mute, he can't hear, he can't speak. Jesus heals him in an odd way, puts his finger in his ears touches his tongue, he spits, and he looks up to heaven and says, be opened. And then he hears, and he speaks. You know, so often in our life, God heals us in crazy ways. We ask for God's miracles, for God's blessings, God's graces, <laughs> and he does that in, 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 in very creative ways, sometimes very odd and bizarre ways. So through this gospel passage, I would invite you to not only pray for God to heal you, whatever you need healed, but also pray for the grace to understand and to embrace the creativity that Jesus has in, in healing you. It can be through some random person, through an odd series of events. It can be sometimes even a memory from our past. It can be watching a random television show or seeing something on social media, but God can heal us, and He often does it in very bizarre ways. Do you have faith that He'll heal you? And are you open enough to let Him heal you in crazy ways? Second thing, after this guy is healed, Jesus tells him to tell no one. Why is that? Does God want it to be a secret? No. No, not at all. But continuing the great theme of Christian discipleship, following Jesus comes with a cost. And so he, he's telling them in a way, you know, when he says don't, don't tell anybody, he doesn't want it to be a secret. But he's warning them that this is going to cost you. It's going to cost we seek and desire God's blessings and graces in our lives, but very
very often we don't want to pay the price. But the price is not something that we put up to earn his healing or his graces. It's not something that we do to to make him do what we want. But rather it's it's the cost of our ego, putting all that aside to trust in the Lord. Today, this Friday, we also celebrate the feast of one of my favorite saints, Saint Scholastica. You may not recognize her name immediately. But she's the sister, the twin sister of St. Benedict. Maybe you've heard of St. Benedict. He founded the Benedictine Order, the Benedictine monks. St. Scholastica, this twin sister of St. Benedict, started a religious community of sisters. Beautiful story. At the very end of Scholastica's life, she went to visit her brother Benedict. They spent the day together just enjoying each other. At the end of the day, um, it's time to you know go to bed, and and Benedict was telling his sister, "You you got to go, you, you you need to go because women were not allowed in the in the monastery overnight, just like men weren't allowed in the convent overnight for the for the uh, for the for the ladies. Um, you know, it makes sense. But Sklaska, she she wouldn't accept that, and she begged and pleaded with her brother just to keep talking, to keep spending time together, just to keep hanging out, you could say. Benedict wouldn't do it. So eventually, Scholastica breaks down. She folds her hands in prayer, bows her head, and begins praying to God. She, she tells her brother Benedict, if you won't listen to me, then I will pray to my God who will. And she began praying to God to spend more time with her brother. And a huge storm came, and she couldn't leave because of the storm. <laughs> because of that reason, she is the patron saint of, of, like, of storms, of, uh, you know, of bad weather. And, uh, you know, so, so keep that in mind. When you pray, pray boldly. Saint Scholastica, we can call on her for uh, for weather, not just you know weather outside. If you're being threatened by a hurricane or tornado or drought or too much rain, pray for her intercession for fair weather. But also, also let's think bigger. Let's think bigger from the perspective of God. When you have storms in your life, like this guy in the gospel, whenever you're you're deaf and mute. Maybe you have a sickness or an infirmity. Maybe you have a family problem. Maybe you have a storm going on emotionally, spiritually, at work, in your family. Pray for her to calm that storm. I've done it, and it works. It's so amazing. God is so creative in how he works. Ephatha, be open. And immediately, his ears were opened his tongue was released and he spoke plainly. Our God is one who opens us up to things so great, so amazing. Scholastica, she believed in that. She trusted in her God. She was open to his mysteries. That's why she said, if you won't listen to me, I'll pray to my God that will. The storm came and she spent time with her brother. She ended up dying the next day. And Benedict sees her soul going to heaven. It's recorded in the, in the, uh, the, the early writings of, of Benedict. It's beautiful.
God gave him that moment. God gives us life. God makes us complete. Ephatha, be opened.